When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is our Titans reporter for A to Z Sports.com and much more. Sam Phelan, uh, make sure that you do follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show segment by segment on our Twitter timeline. And also hit us up on Instagram and TikTok for more Titans content. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen uh, for us. And they help out you guys like Wilson County Hyundai. For your new ride, check them out in Lebanon or WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, BoneAndJointTN.org. They are the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans with coverage rates and service. Go to their link, fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z, the Aura app, keeping you safe online. And with a two-week free trial, when you sign up with the Aura app via our link, aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. And Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer uh, with uh, locations in Franklin, Columbia, and in Murfreesboro online for them for all of your equipment needs at KrebsKubota.com. So, Sam, uh, I do see some comments in the chat already. I don't know if they know what what you know we're talking about yet, but there's some interesting comments. But first, Alan says A to Z merch. Yeah, Alan, we've had this right. Sam's rocking uh, the A to Z hat. I, I will do my best uh, to go find that link on the fly here and drop that in the chat. So Alan and anybody else who wants that A to Z hat, I've got two of them. Uh, but if you want that, uh, you can go get that uh, on our merch site. That I'll find the link here in a second. And then I see Jason Martinez says. No, Derek is not top five. He's number eight for me, and that's a high spot for me. I don't know if we're talking about all-time or NFL current, but Derek Henry not being your top five running backs if it's the current season is a strange thing. Uh, and so uh, Jameson says the Titans are ranked right where we belong, as the Titans belong. Top five is fine. After Derek Henry, it's a bunch of unproven. And that kind of takes us to our topic, Sam. Pro Football Focus ranked their running back rooms uh, for the upcoming season. And the Titans did go top five right there at number four uh, behind the Niners, Falcons, Browns, and right ahead of the Colts. So Sam, your initial takeaways there on pro football Focus's top five running back rooms. Well, I think I was uh, initially what I asked you was what exactly are we talking about here? Are we talking about four 2023? Are we talking, uh, you know, PFF grade? Uh, so, I mean, just to clarify for the people before we dive into a little bit of the conversation, this is uh, entering the 2023 season. That includes mm-hmm. some of the additions and subtractions that each one of these rooms has made. Uh, and this is a projection from Pro Football Focus for where they believe the Titans running back room will stack up. Um I wasn't, you know, too surprised. I, I think you see the Titans in the top five. I think that's a, a tip of the cap to number 22. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers have just proven 
over the last few years, I think, to have the best group with, with how dynamic they are between Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell. The 49ers can plug and play anybody at running back and really have just the most success with the way that their scheme goes, with their offensive line. Uh, Kyle Shanahan and that coaching staff have done a great job of establishing that ground game. So I wasn't too taken back by anything. I do think, you know, and I'm sure we'll talk about it here, seeing Atlanta at number two kind of made you go, whoa, I didn't expect to see a Falcons logo in the top five here. Um, and I know that's kind of what you noticed the first yeah. time you looked at this list was, did, did that say Atlanta? Am I reading that right? <laughs> well, and, and you know, I, at first glance, I'm kind of with you. I didn't have any qualms about it. Now, I, the more that I looked at it, I kept scrolling and I was like, oh, the Green Bay Packers are at six. You know, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon are both pretty damn good. Uh, and then, you know, then you have teams like the Raiders, the Giants and the Chargers and the Cowboys, right? Zeke is gone, but Tony Pollard really good. That That's the rounding out the top 10. Like, I don't have any problem with those 10 teams being in the top 10. I could maybe see the Packers needing to be higher than where they were. But yeah, the 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 thing that really made me scratch my head after the initial glance was the Falcons at number two. And so here is, uh, you know, two spots ahead of the Titans. So here is the blurbs uh, from... Uh, Pro Football Focus on the running back room rankings about the Falcons being number two. Tyler Algier coming off a very impressive and underrated rookie season, produced an 88 Pro Football Focus uh, rushing grade, ranked in sixth among all running backs, 3.58 yards after contact per carry, average ranked fourth, uh, and received at least 200 carries and 51 missed tackles, tied for 10th in position. Then you add B. John Robinson, eighth overall pick out of Texas in the draft. Robinson led all college football backs with 104 force missed tackles on those carries. And then Cordero Patterson, you know, is he a running back? Technically, I, you know, I don't play fantasy football, so I don't know what Cordero Patterson's actual position is. Uh, you know, I know him as a receiver from Tennessee and he's been used as a Swiss army knife overall. So then you have Derrick Henry at four with the Titans. Derrick Henry remains one of the best pure runners in football, you know, the NFL, blah, blah, blah. We all know that. Hassan Haskins might not have been, I might not have impressed much as a rookie, but then Tajay Spears was electric at Tulane, earning a 90.6 PFF grade in 2022. So I'm sitting here going like, Tyler Ozier in a rookie Bijan Robinson, that combo of one year of production combined in the NFL is better than what Derrick Henry is. And that's what I really started to think on of like, are we jumping the shark here? Are we are we getting a little too a little too aggressive, a little too flavor of the month caught in the moment of Tyler Algier, who, yeah, had a really, really, really good and surprising rookie season. Nobody knew who the hell he was before he started running for yards uh, for the Atlanta Falcons. But I'm sitting here going like, are, are we serious right now that, you know, these two guys – are all all automatically ahead of where Derrick Henry is. That that's what really I started to think of after I, you know, started to really diagnose all this. So number one, um, Cordell Patterson's a running back. I mean, he he is at this point. Like I know he came out of Tennessee as a receiver. That's kind of how he was used in Minnesota early on. Ever since he really went to Chicago. Um, 
and was a, a kick returner, right? We know the special teams value that Patterson can have, but uh, he's just been, he's handed the ball out of the backfield, especially in Atlanta. I, I mean, he's taken a hundred plus carries, I think each of the last two years. So, uh, I mean, this is a guy who it's not like he's some gadget guy anymore. He's handed the ball uh, out Which, of the and, backfield. And by the way, runs- like nobody can really, you know, hold me accountable on this, but for years, I was saying that when he was with the Vikings, that the Vikings should just give him the ball five times a game just to see what's going to happen because the odds are he might score a touchdown on five touches. And, you know, he's but, he's had that type of career in the NFL, and I guess he's technically a running back, but, you know, he's being used as more of a running back, and he's a part of the discussion for the Falcons running back room. I mean, he, he ran the ball 144 times last season. So I like, I, I see Devin's doing a lot of comments about the wheel routes and swing passes and they use him sort of in these gadget type ways. It's that Debo Samuel type of, you know, plays at times. Corderell Patterson gets the ball handed to him out of the back. He runs between the tackles a decent amount as well. Like I, his size and speed make him what you said, dangerous to have the ball in his hands. Now, they like to get him in space, absolutely. When you have that level of athleticism and playmaking ability, it is always a benefit for Atlanta to give him as many as much space as possible to make a guy miss. But really, since he's been with the Falcons, you've seen an increase in just pure handoffs, which is why he's been a touchdown guy as well. He had eight rushing touchdowns last year. You don't get that on gadget plays and, you know, just – swing passes you have to be able to run between the tackles to do that as well number two I I do want to point out that I I I did think that this was a bit unfair to Hassan Haskins Uh, I just I don't think saying that he didn't impress much as a rookie is really accurate for him he didn't have a ton of opportunity last season Mm -hmm. but what Mike Vrabel will tell you what Rand Carthon would tell you what Tony Dews would tell you is that Hassan Haskins is not somebody who impresses without pads on. He's not somebody who's in shorts and a t-shirt in August. He's not somebody who's out here in May and June and wowing you like Tajay Spears might be, or like Derrick Henry might be with his physicality. I at least thought that when Hassan Haskins filled in for Derrick Henry in that Cowboys game, whenever he got his opportunities, I thought he ran pretty well for uh, just for what he is which is a physical down your like down your throat runner that you can run on third down to pick up short yardage I think he did pretty well at that so I don't really love putting him in a didn't impress box yeah I think I think for somebody who works for pro football focus who is looking at things you know at you know zoomed out view then yeah he probably didn't based off of the numbers and the opportunity that you saw and Somebody like this is probably going to look and see, oh, well, why didn't he get more opportunity? Probably because I guess he didn't impress in practice enough for them to give him more opportunities. But yeah, that's a whole different discussion. Back is Henry, which is why he, his opportunity was limited. Is yes. like he's not Tajay Spears. He's not going to line up wide. And run. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, Sam, let's ask the question to everybody in the audience here because I – I scratch my head at this, but is it fair or foul that the Falcons running back room is ranked ahead of Derrick Henry and the Titans running backs? Is it fair or foul 
that the Titans running back room is ranked now behind the Atlanta Falcons. And so we'll get all of your uh, comments here shortly. But first, let me tell you guys about Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer with three locations in the mid-state. That's Franklin, Columbia, and in Murfreesboro online at KrebsKubota.com. They strive and they are really good at creating relationships and helping you out with any of your equipment needs as your preferred equipment provider. Krebs Kubota, uh, they do everything they possibly can to make sure that your project, your application, whatever you have going around your property, yet be it big or small, goes as smooth as possible. And then you have the right equipment for you. Not just the cool, fun equipment, not just the, the big equipment just for the sake of being big and being cool, but the right equipment for whatever you've got going on. Whether you just need a, a mower or a trimmer for your yard. Maybe you're out there and you've got some land and you've got some acreage that you're working on. You've got some projects you want to accomplish and you don't know where to start or you don't know what exactly you need. That is where Krebs Kubota comes in. Also, being an elite Kubota dealer has perks of great warranties and great service uh, for parts and service there in the industry. So check them out online or go see them three locations, Murfreesboro, uh, Franklin, and Columbia, KrebsKubota.com. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books. You can use the bonus code on the bottom of your screen, ATOZ Sports on the BetMGM app, and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Get on the app, sign up, use that bonus code. That's ATOZ Sports. Place your first wager. And even if you lose, you get your money back in the form of a bonus bet up to $1,000. That's how you can make every game and every play mean so much more with BetMGM and BetMGM.com. All right, Sam. So we're going through Pro Football Focus has uh, their positional room ranking. So the uh, running back rankings by room, not just by individual player. Uh, and we talked through this earlier. Pro Football Focus uh, has their top five running backs rooms. Uh, and you see the Falcons ahead of the Titans right here. So the question we're discussing now, fair or foul for the Falcons running back room of Tyler Algier going into his second year and uh, incoming rookie, First round top eight draft pick Bijan Robinson being ranked second overall in the NFL ahead of the Titans running back room of Derrick Henry, Hassan Haskins, a second year player that didn't have much opportunity, and then another rookie and third rounder, Tajay Spears. Uh, what's the chat saying when it comes to the fair or foul conversation? We have John saying foul. Mr. Jones says foul. Ethan says fair. Uh, Steven says big time foul. Eric is foul. Major Keys is foul. Tighten up is foul. Will is foul. Justin, Patrick, John, B-Birds. Uh, Corey says it's foul. Uh, everybody's saying foul. Corey thinks it's utterly ridiculous. David and Willie are foul. Connor is foul. Mr. Jones says it's not just foul. It is laughable. Uh, Dylan Cook says it is fair. We have Daniel Perez saying foul. Brad says two spots ahead. That's foul. DeMarco says serious foul. Danny is foul. Maserati Mac foul. Paul is foul. Pistol Ramsey foul. Chris, Richie, it's all foul. Everybody's saying foul. Uh, Jeff says it's a room and not individual, so he believes yep. it is fair. Um Devin says it's foul, but it's adorable. Uh, Alan says it's foul and makes no sense at all. Uh, Titans Cal says foul, and so is the Browns. Chubb is great, but the two guys behind him have a combined 16 carries in the NFL. So that's, you know, maybe the one that we're not talking enough about is the Cleveland Browns being up there as well. We'll get to that later in the show. 
We'll talk about that. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so, yeah, I mean, overwhelming majority for foul. We've got uh, BLK says it's super foul. Same with Eddie. So, criminal says Ed. And Austin, you agree with the chat here, right? I mean, th- you think this is a absolute foul ball yanked out of the stadium by PFF. So foul. Yeah, this is this is just frankly stupid. It is foul because, like, what are you trying to do here? Are you trying to, you know, prove you've got a big brain? Are you trying to come out here and be ahead of the game with this from for, for pro football focus? This uh, screams to me uh, that the guy who put this together, and I'm not trying to disrespect him. I'm just trying to, you know, figure out, like, kind of what everybody feels here. But I, I just don't think – I feel like this is an attempt to say, yeah, I said that back in 2023, whenever Tyler Algier and B. John Robinson are like the best combo of running backs, uh, you know, two years from now. But I think for right now, it's very fit. It's very foul because Tyler Algier. Yeah, absolutely. Really surprising and underrated rookie season. He averaged 4.9 yards per carry. He cracked a thousand yards, 1,035 yards on a, not good Falcons team scored three touchdowns now and Cordell Patterson had almost 700 yards rushing and scored eight touchdowns. He is a touchdown score. We, we talked about that, but Derrick Henry by himself had 1500 plus yards in 16 games and scored 13 touchdowns behind the worst offensive line we've ever seen be put together in the last decade uh, for this Titans team. And so I think it's just, Exactly what the title of the show says. It's Derrick Henry slighted once again by the NFL's flavor of the month. That the NFL, from a national perspective, the national media is tired and they have Derrick Henry fatigue. And I get why, but they see Tyler Algier, who's played one season, and Bijan Robinson, who everybody was slobbering over as a running back who's worth being selected in the first round, and all these things he did at Texas, but he hasn't played yet like Bijan Robinson hasn't worn shoulder pads on an NFL practice field yet let me just say that again Bijan Robinson has not worn shoulder pads on an NFL practice field let alone a game let alone a preseason game and all of a sudden that is second best running back room in the entire league like I I do think the Falcons have one of the better running back rooms in the NFL. They deserve to be top six probably. But go look at Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon and tell me that you don't expect more out of A.J. Uh, AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones than Tyler Algier and B. John Robinson. I, I think they are being sold as a, the newest version of whatever the hell and that's foul, in my opinion, for the Falcons running back room to be ranked ahead of Derrick Henry and the other Titans running backs. <sighs> um, I think this is fair. Ah, yes. <laughs> I think this is very fair. I, I have a hard, like, I, I'm with Big Ten Jeff here. This is a room. This is a running back room. Cordell Patterson's a running back. He's in the running back room during meetings. He's listed as a running back. Last season, Atlanta Falcons, two running backs, two main featured backs. This is not factoring in Mike Boone and some of the other guys they have. Uh, 
just Algier and Patterson, 354 carries. Derrick Henry had 349 carries. Uh, The Falcons had 1730 rushing yards. Derrick Henry had 1538, so nearly 200 yards more. Those two top guys averaged 4.9 yards per carry combined, and they went for 11 touchdowns. You take those two guys. You add Bijan Robinson, who's the best running back prospect we have seen since Saquon Barkley. You add him to this group. They're deeper. I think they are more balanced. They can catch the ball. They can run the ball. They can protect against the pass. If they have an injury, they still are two or three backs deep. I think it's a better room pretty soundly. Um, and, and I have no issues with them being the second best room in the league. If San Francisco's scheme wasn't so good, I think from a talent perspective, Atlanta might be number one talk, oh. looking at how deep that they are at, at the position. Like th- this is really fair to me. And I, I don't mean this as like a, a disrespect to Derrick Henry, but we're talking about a running back room here. And if you offered me, Bijan Robinson, Corderell Patterson, and Tyler Algier going into 2023, or Derrick Henry and Tajay Spears. I'm taking option A. I, I don't like I, you have to be able to do it all. You have to have depth. You have to, you know, have multiple guys that are multifaceted and can be on the field at the same time. That's what the Falcons have here. And I do think that the chat and you perhaps and anybody who has an issue with this is seriously underrating the prospect that Bijan Robinson is because he's going to be a top three running back in the league this year. And he's going to be a top three running back in the league for the next five years. Like this is a, a different Saquon Barkley type of guy. If he's healthy where he's going to run for 1500 yards and be one of the most dynamic backs in football, he's a, a game changing player. Look, I, I'm, I don't doubt that Bijan Robinson is going to be good in the NFL. I, I think it the pro and Titans Kyle says the keyword is prospect that you're using, and I'm and I'm I just but think this is a prediction. I mean, it's a prediction. It's a projection for 2023. Like, yes, it is. I I think so, it's. I think this is pro football focus analytical guy who is trying to be ahead of things. And is just not looking at the reality of a a guy as a rookie who barely cracked a thousand yards and then another rookie coming in. Yeah, it is B. John Robinson, but Derrick Henry and Tajay Spears, I think is going to be better than what Derrick Henry and Dontrell Hilliard were from a production standpoint last year. I think they're going to use Tajay Spears quite a bit. And you just have one running back in Derrick Henry that is so much, so much more dominant and proven and, and impacts a game and changes the way that the, that particular game on any Sunday or any Thursday, Monday night is going to be played. I just think it's ridiculous to put the Falcons with one season in a Cordell Patterson position change in his late 20s uh, ahead of Derrick I mean- Henry and the Titans running back room. And also Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. I mean, it's two. I mean, it's two seasons of Patterson. He's been doing this in Atlanta for two years I, now. I, I said one season of production in a late twenties position change for Cordell Patterson. So he 
He, I believe Cordell Patterson might be 30 plus now. Oh, okay. Cordell Patterson's not young by any No, case. I know he's not, but I mean, wow. Ah, I'm kind of, I'm surprised by the blowback. I'm genuinely surprised by the blowback that my take is getting here and by like the level of outrage that this has. Cordell Patterson's said, 32 years old. <laughs> like he was in a, college when I was in college. Yeah. No, I, I mean, hey, he, he is old. He was also very productive and continues to be productive in his oh, role. He's a freak. I mean, yeah. No, none of those guys are better than Derrick Henry individually yet. I think Bijan probably will be this year, but you know, he is not yet. He has not proven that yet. But as DeMarco says to try and argue against me, you said he's you're comparing an RB room to the king. We're having a, que- a yeah, conversation yeah, yeah, about yeah. the running back yep. room, DeMarco. Let's, all right, let's let's uh let's continue this conversation because there are more uh <clears throat> more uh com- comments coming in in the chat, and then we'll get to all of those too. About is it fair or foul that the uh pro football focus running back room rankings, and we want to be very clear, it is the running back room rankings have the Falcons number two in the NFL, two spots ahead of. Derek Henry in the Titans running back room. Uh, so fair or foul on that. More of your comments here in a second. But first, the Aura app will help keep you safe online. So make sure you download the Aura app and use our link, Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. That's Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z for a two-week free trial. Uh, Aura found 30 data brokers had my info, and they took all that info away from them uh, in about five or six days. Uh, for me. And so I'm getting less robocalls, less spam emails, less junk mail, my actual mailbox. Like there's a couple of that. We all know that we get the, the, the packs of whatever coupons that we never asked for in our mailbox every week. I don't get those anymore. They're gone. So now uh, I'm not having to throw those in the recycling bin and, and use up all that room. So you can do the same thing with the aura app as well. Aura.com slash ATOZ for the two-week free trial. Also, password manager, VPN, credit, and identity theft monitoring. They help you out with a bunch of different features. So let them do the hard work for you. Aura.com slash ATOZ. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Guys, look, if you guys feel this strongly about Derrick Henry and the Titans running backs in 2023, go place a future on them. Go to BetMGM. Use that bonus code ATOZ Sports. You can place a wager and get your money back up to $1,000 if your first bet doesn't win. So whether it's a game, a Major League Baseball game, a College World Series game, whether you're just sitting around thinking about the Titans running back room in 2023, place that bet with BetMGM. Use that code ATOZ Sports and get up to $1,000 back if your first bet doesn't win with the king of sportsbooks. That's BetMGM and BetMGM.com. All right, Sam, so we're going through, once again, the Pro Football Focus running back room rankings where Derrick Henry and the Titans running backs are ranked fourth. Bijan Robinson, Tyler Algier, uh, and Cordell Patterson for the Falcons are being ranked second in the NFL uh, right there. So this is done by Gordon McGinnis of Pro Football Focus who authored this piece that put them out there. So we're saying fair or foul. Uh, Sam, I did see you had some... Uh, comments you wanted to get to fair or foul for the Falcons being ahead of Derek Henry and the other running backs Sam you said fair I said foul what were those comments you wanted to hit at well Bork does as this is me saying I was surprised by some of the reaction he says you're talking to a Titans fan audience what were you expecting uh you know Bork it good point right Titans fan audience 
But I do feel like our chat, I do feel like our chat is usually pretty fair. We usually have a good balance. Uh, there will be an outlier on both sides of things most of the time. But despite being large in part Titans fans, I think this chat does a good job of maintaining uh, objectivity um, and, and, you know, realizing that not everything is sunshine and roses with the Tennessee Titans at all times. So while I hear what you're saying, I thought I might get a little bit more balance of looking in the mirror and saying, Hey, we talk all the time about Derrick Henry, not really being available on third down. Why? Cause he can't catch passes and he can't block for a quarterback. And uh, you know, you look at a three headed monster in Atlanta. I don't know. I think we would have a little bit more balance here. Clearly not. We're coming for my neck here for, for believing in this Falcons running back room. Uh, and MB says, Hey, go bet on the Falcons. MB, if bet MGM, I, maybe I'll have to go look after this. If they have a, if I'm able to do Atlanta Falcons versus Tennessee Titans, like total rushing yards in 2023, but that's, but I, 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 I handle, I, I will bet on the Falcons easily. Maybe I'll take Bijan to, to, uh, lead the league in rushing something something along you could do lines. that you could do that bet they're not going to have a team versus team rushing yards uh bet but i look i think that's i do think the interesting comp here is that arthur smith is a head coach and we understand what the arthur smith offense wants to be and that is kind of what the titans want to get back to and so i, I do think there's a way to compare uh the two teams from a philosophy standpoint I do. I again, my overall thing of why I think it's foul is because they are just being so excited and gung ho on something they haven't even seen yet compared to what they have seen from Derrick Henry the last several years. But is that not a project? Like, yeah, but again, like you're trying to work though, like projections have to factor in trends. They have to factor in positive trends, negative trends. They have to guess on things they haven't seen yet. The same way that you'll see sites projecting that New York Jets to make the playoffs at 11 and six because they have Aaron Rodgers at quarterback now. Yeah, but you know That's what Aaron Rodgers is. Like, like not, you've seen. Not in that offense, not with those wide receivers. Like, it, but, you, but who's the Jets offensive coordinator? Well, but you Nathaniel have. Daniel Hackett. Who, right, is, who was have, a. a but again, like you, you know what Aaron Rodgers is. Is there a change? Yes. And is it weird that Russell Wilson fell off the face of the earth after going to the Broncos? Yeah. But like, you know what Aaron Rodgers is. He's reunited with Nathaniel Hackett, who he was with in Green Bay. And so you do know what the offense is going gonna, is gonna to look like. He's got some familiarity from pieces in that offense on, you know, pass catchers to, to understand what the Jets are. And you saw the Jets defense be really good last season. You saw one year of Tyler Algier in the NFL and he cracked a thousand yards as a rookie. I'm not trying to take anything away from him. That was really surprising. And he deserves credit for coming out of nowhere like that. But then you have not seen B. John Robinson. You don't know uh, what these guys are going to be like together. Like the Falcons are not, don't have exactly high expectations, but you've seen Derrick Henry for years, always be doubted and then still come through at a high level. I just read you the stats though. Like even last season, Tyler Algier and Corderell Patterson were more productive as a rushing tandem in the same amount of opportunities as Derrick Henry was. Like more we're the, talking more about the room. 
the, yeah, the yeah. yards so, again. So what were the com- yards for? Yeah. Combined. Derek, so Derrick Henry had 349 carries last year. He had mm-hmm. 1,538 yards and 13 touchdowns. Right. In 354 carries combined, that's five more carries than Derrick Henry. Tyler Algier and Corderell Patterson had 1,730 yards and 11 touchdowns. They averaged 4.9 yards per carry. So just as a duo in the same amount of rushing attempts as Derrick Henry, they had almost 200 more yards. They were more productive and more efficient on the ground. You're now adding the best running back prospect since, since Saquon Barkley, who was drafted top five in the draft, who everybody, every pundit, every film analyst, everybody has said he is a plug and play star running back. Now, he has to prove it on the field. He hasn't put on shoulder pads yet. There's a lot here. But when I look at a room, I look at, well, can you pick up short yardage? Can you run between the tackles? Tyler Algier can. Can you pass protect and catch passes? Corderell Patterson can. Do you have a guy who's your three down back that can do it all? I look at Bijan Robinson. I say he can and should be able to do that. And you have three guys that can do all of those things very well. You have depth, you have versatility, you're dynamic in every way. You can have two of these guys on the field at the same time. This is a better group. And even just looking at last year, I'm not comparing Tyler Algier to Derrick Henry. I'm not comparing Corderell Patterson to Derrick Henry. I don't, you can make a claim and say Derrick Henry is better than B. John Robinson in 2023, which I think is wrong because you have to be able to be on the field on third down anyway. But this group as a whole I think is better soundly than what they've got going on in Tennessee right now. You've got one guy in Tennessee. Do you think Tajay Spears will have more rushing yards than Dontrell Hilliard had last season? Dontrell Hilliard had 145 rushing yards on just 22 carries last year. How many games did Dontrell Hilliard play? He played 12, but but he also, damn, he also led the team in receiving touchdowns in 12 games. But he had 22 carries, averaged 6.6 yards per carry for 145 yards. Do you think Tajay Spears will have more than 145 yards rushing this season? Um. Yes. Yeah. So okay. So if you if you yeah, fine. But do you think it's by maybe 50 more? Can Tajay Spears have 200 yards rushing this season? Okay. So now if you're saying Derrick Henry plus that, that exactly equals what you just said with with Al Gear and with Cordell Patterson, plus Derrick Henry scored more rushing touchdowns last season, plus the Titans had traffic cones as a left tackle in Dennis Daly, and credit to somebody in the chat who called Dennis Daly a traffic cone uh, because I didn't want to steal that. I'm trying to find who said that. But the point is Derrick Henry is so damn good that it takes two guys combining for 1,700 yards to barely outproduce him. And shout out Devin. I'm the same amount of carries though. Okay. But I I added 22 carries, right? Like that's not that many. So you're saying that the carries are still very comparable based on the two players versus the two players. Like that's not that big of a difference. If you're talking about 15 carries more, 15 carries more for the Titans two than what the Falcons two had. Okay. Well, that's fine. When I look at a running back room though, I look for efficiency. Like, so you just added Tajay Spears, the Titans rookie, to. But I, re- I replaced the Dontrell Hilliard role. Right. Right. To bring them level with 
the, the Falcons in terms of production. And we haven't even added to that equation what the best running back yes. prospect in the last decade but, since Saquon but, can be. <laughs> so how many carries did Patterson and Algier have together? Uh, 350, 350 something. something like that. So the, the Falcons are not going to run the ball 700 times. Like they're not going to run the ball total. Yeah. Know, right? so, like, so you're going to take those. The Falcons ran the ball last year 559 times right between right. quarterback carries and into rounds and whatever the hell they want to do with, uh, you, you know, their, you know, Felipe Franks had one carry, right? So the Titans ran the ball 440, 487 times. The Falcons ran it overall more, but they're not okay. going to run it and add, you know, a hundred or Bijan Robinson. We're going to get 200 plus carries this year. I mean, it would be, it would be stupid yeah. for Arthur Smith to not. Right. Yes. So they're not going to add 200 carries. So you're going to lose, Op- opportunity from both of those guys to to be around the same spot. Right, that's where but, I'm at too. But Bijan Robinson is also better than both Tyler Algier and Corderell Patterson, and so you would assume that his assume. production and yes. like, well, yeah, but like we're, but then we're talking what's about the end result though? here. The end huh? result is probably somewhat similar. The end result of the three running back stats in Atlanta. And Derrick Henry plus Tajay Spears are probably around 1,700 yards and double-digit touchdowns. That's probably going to be close to the ear, the same results. I disagree, Just, but I mean that's. I think I, I think okay. I think they can both be closer to 1,900 yards because the Titans' rushing offense is going to be better than what it was last year. I just I, I think if because we're of looking the offensive at, line. I think we're looking at immediate track record, then. Derek, and you want to remove Bijan because I keep saying projected, right? Predicted what he could be, what I think he's going to be. But I think that's what we're talking about. Like if we're not, if we're factoring in the fact, well, he hasn't played a, in the NFL yet. And it's just based on what has happened in recent history. Then why then put the Raiders at number one, because Josh Jacobs was the rushing guy, like rushing title last year. Like it, we can't remove the projected future uh, like I, we're doing, we're moving heaven and earth here, trying to find a way to factor in Tajay Spears's production with increased reps from Derrick Henry. Oh, and, we're not and, moving and heaven and earth. We gave him 200 rushing yards, Sam. But we're trying to find some yards where they're, but we're right. You, you put this scenario together where even if he's Dontrell Hilliard, let's say he's double Dontrell Hilliard, then he's got 400 yards, whatever. I think that's a lot given the fact that I don't think he'll be given a ton of opportunity and whatever opportunity he does take will be cutting into Derrick Henry's opportunity because I don't think they run it with Derrick Henry as many times as they did last year. I think we see a decrease in reps for 22 this season because they know they need to get, get more versatile and they need to need to be able to run passing sets. So you also have, you also have a big difference here too, because this has to count for something is that Derrick Henry and Dontrell Hilliard combined for almost 500 receiving yards last season when uh, Algier and Cordero Patterson combined for 260. So okay. that goes into a fact, too, of, of if you're talking about running back room because Christian McCaffrey is in the Niners right at their number one, right? Catching the ball is a big deal for the Niners running backs, and, and they should be allocated for this. But now Tajay Spears is going to also have a significant part of the passing game. I think me and you can say that 
that he will be a part of this passing offense based on what we saw on the practice field the last month and a half. And so, yeah. I, 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 again, so will be John Robinson, right? But the other two guys had not been. I, I do think it is, it is exactly what the title of the show is. It's the flavor of the month. Is that the Falcons with B. John Robinson in an, in an out-of-nowhere rookie last year. They're the flavor of the month for the NFL and running back tandems. And they're being overvalued and overdreamed of in this pro football focus rankings right here to be the second best running back room in the entire NFL. I think that's a, I think it's a bigger slap in the face to the Packers duo that there are four spots ahead of them than they are two spots ahead of Derrick Henry and the Titans. But like the the Falcons duo was better than the Packers duo last year, and then they added Bijan Robinson. Like I don't know how this is like a crazy like. We're gonna come back to this. The Titans fans are in for a rude awakening. I think with who Bijan Robinson is, you better draft like. Okay, don't draft him in your fantasy leagues. Leave me. I don't play fantasy football. He should be the first guy off the board. Maybe Fine, you know what I'll two. do? I'll take I'll take Bijan Robinson's over rushing yards prop on week one on Ben and right. We'll see. We'll see. I, I don't know what it's going to be, but we'll figure it out later. I like when I look at a run back room. You need efficiency and versatility. I think the Falcons have proven to be more efficient and more versatile with their group than the Titans. Okay. Because the right. Titans have one guy that's proven it. And Derrick Henry is great. He's an all-time legend. But we are, like, this is the same show that has sat here, the same chat that has sat there and commented all offseason about how Derrick Henry isn't on the field on third down. Why? Because he can't pass protect. He can't run routes. I don't really care about his receiving yards because they're misleading receiving yards. They're busted plays that were screens. That doesn't mean he has the ability to run a route and catch a ball the same way Corderell Patterson or Bijan Robinson do. Well, but I guess what we're looking at is how do you know when we're looking at a season big picture, we don't know what running what those rushing yards were for some of the Falcons players based on the game situations, if they were worth the damn or not, or if the Falcons were losing by 20 and they just ran the ball because they had to run the clock out. We, we don't know that based off of this conversation. Did we read amnesia's comment? Cause I don't remember. Uh, I don't know. I don't, okay. I don't think I don't so. Think so. so uh, amnesia says, stop it, Sam. Do you realize you're saying Derek Henry nearly had the same production by himself than two other running backs combined? Yeah. So again, that's what we've been talking about for the last several minutes, but uh, you know, Wanting to bring that up room. for the super chat there. Yeah. It's, it's a room. This is, I think he has amnesia. He's forgetting, uh, you know, what Derrick Henry is. He's a great runner. He's not a pass protector. He's not a receiving guy. And he's forgetting what the conversation is here. This is, I mean, this is, this is crazy to me. This is really crazy to me. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, all right. Let's I'm, get- I'm not kidding. Like, we're, we're sitting, like, this is, everybody's got blinders on. They're the bird box emoji trying to have a, have a debate about Derrick Henry with their, their, you know, blindfolds on. Like, this is nuts. JR says, can't wait to watch Sam have a hard pivot. Devin says, this is a Zach take. People are saying, why we, we can't crown this guy a Hall of Famer before he's taking a step. I'm not no. doing that. Yeah, nobody's I'm pointing, doing that. Like, this is nuts to me. Genuinely, genuinely nuts. Oh, this, this, here's a funny comment. Uh, Jonathan says, speaking of rooms, Sam, go get one with the Falcons. <laughs> yeah, Sam, Falcons lover. All, automatically just a big-time Falcons guy. 
I'm not even a Falcons lover. That's <laughs> I know. I'm joking. I don't. I, don't yeah, like I do the think Falcons. I do think Ugh. some of the people in the chat are are taking Sam's comments a little too far. Uh, anyway, all right. Let's all right. So let's do it. Let's re rank uh, the these running back rooms and ask the question: Where would you rank the Titans' running back room as a whole in the NFL? Here is. Uh, the top five, according to Pro Football Focus, running back rooms in the NFL, Niners, Falcons, Browns, Titans, Colts. The Packers are at six. So where would you rank the Titans in the best running back rooms in the NFL? We'll get to those comments here shortly. But first, going to tell everybody about the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever uh, an injury happens in life, make sure you know where to go. And that is the Bone & Joint Institute. They can take care of you. They do it. They did it for me last summer with my foot injury that I had. Been pain-free ever since I went and saw Dr. Jeff Watson in Franklin at the Bone & Joint Institute. So check them out right there, boneandjointtn.org. Today's show is powered by the king of sportsbooks. I'm talking about BetMGM, and you can use the bonus code ATOZ Sports on the BetMGM app and get a first bet offer of $1,000 back in the form of a bonus bet if your first bet doesn't win. Sign up with BetMGM. Use that code ATOZ Sports on the app. Place your first bet, and even if it loses, you get up to $1,000 back in the form of a bonus bet for whatever. You, however much money you placed on that first bet, make every game and every play mean that much more with the king of sportsbooks and go to betmgm.com. All right, Sam, where would you rank the Titans running back room as a whole in the NFL? That's the follow-up question to this because most people think it's foul uh, that the Falcons were ahead of the Titans, but now let's just put a slot on the Titans running back room. Uh, I'll send you to the chat. What are you seeing so far as far as the top five running backs uh, uh, as a room, as a unit in the NFL. Mr. Jones says one. Guy says two. We have Major Keys says two. Corey says number two. Jay says two or three. Scott says two. Titans Kyle says two. Maserati Max says two. Melissa says two. Yuri says third. DeMarco says one or two. Justin says two or three. Steven says third. Uh, Devin says two. Matt says number three, if not number two. Richie says number one, it's Derrick Henry. Patrick says two. Uh, Ethan says three. Uh, Eric says fourth is fair. Uh, Connor says number two behind the Niners. Falcons are number five. Uh, let's see, we've got David who has them at two behind the Niners with Green Bay, Cleveland, and Atlanta rounding out his top five. Uh, number one, as an unbiased Titans fan, says Nate's burner. Amnesia says two or three. Tighten up is number two. Eddie says two. Number two or three. Number two. Number two. Number two from Daniel. Number two from Karen. Four from Jay. Two or three from Jose. And two from Omar. Uh, so I think overall the chat has them as the second best running back room. If, they, if we were doing a poll right mm -hmm. here, Jay says... If it's a room, then they are four. Which is where Pro Football it, Focus has it. Which is where Pro Football Focus has him. MB, this confuses me. MB, the same guy who was giving me crap earlier for my Falcons take, says they're number four or five. Well, who do you have over them, MB? If it's not Atlanta and they're number four or five, uh, let me know. Uh, Austin, where are the Titans for you as a running back room in the NFL right now? Yeah, I think when you look at, again, you know – by now for 50 minutes of this show that I think it's ridiculous. The Falcons are ahead of the Titans right now. 
you know, ask me next off season, ask me the off season after that. And I'm sure it'll be different. Um, and I might, maybe the Falcons will be right there with the Niners or even ahead of the Niners a couple of years from now. <clears throat> but right now I think the 49ers are first. I think the Titans are second. I think the Falcons are third or fourth because like right now the Browns are ahead of the Titans and outside of Nick Chubb, I don't really see what the Browns have um, as running back depth. You know, they don't have Kareem Hunt anymore. Uh, and even in, in pro football focus is blurb about them. They say Nick Chubb was ranked the top player on Trevor Sikama's running back list, but the lack of depth behind him is what drops the Browns down to three. Chubb was tremendous, and we know that. Second best in the NFL, forced 83 missed tackles on 302 carries. That's the second most in the in the, in the league last year. But again, like, I, I mean, that's based off of Trevor Sykema saying he's the number one running back as a whole, but I think the Titans have more behind Derrick Henry than what the Browns have behind Nick Chubb. So I would put the Titans ahead of the Browns, and I have the Titans ahead of the Falcons as we discussed. So I think number two is appropriate for the Titans running back room because, you know, maybe this is just because we watched Tajay Spirit practice in OTAs and minicamps, but they're going to use the guy. And, you know, Hassan Haskins, it might be the third wheel in this group, but it's not a terrible third wheel to have for some of the skill sets that he does possess. He's got safe hands um, and he can pass protect better than, uh, you know, I don't know if he's the best pass protector at this point on the roster uh, at the position, but, He's Haskins. gotten some of that. Yeah. Probably. Uh, I, yeah, I, would I mean, say it's that not, not saying he's great by at that, but he's the best that they currently have. So I would say second uh, is where I think. Um, I would say I keep going back and forth here. Um, I will go ahead and say number three. I think it's very close between number three and number four. You, you you really could have me go either way here. Like I said, uh, I think the 49ers are a clear and obvious number one. Uh, I'm not sure there's any arguing that at all. I do think Atlanta's number two. Cleveland, I'm actually with you on this side of the argument. I talk about running back room. The things that I want are efficiency and, and versatility and depth. And, you know, Nick Chubb is very efficient. He's a great runner. Uh, but that's really all he brings to the table for the Browns. They don't throw him the ball or incorporate him out of the backfield. He can pass protect, which is nice, but uh, they don't really have much behind him. If Kareem Hunt was still there, I think Cleveland is pretty soundly ahead of Tennessee. Without him, I will take Derrick Henry and Tajay Spears over the Browns running back room. The one that I do think is not on that graphic that you could convince me is better then the Titans maybe is Green Bay because they do have the two guys that are both very good uh, and they have a level of versatility and depth to their room. So Green Bay is probably number four. It's close. I probably go Cleveland at five and I do stick with the Titans at three. It, it's all very close though, uh, but they're not number two. I made that clear in the last segment, but three to four, I think is a good spot for them. Is there an over comfortability with the Falcons with the, with the Niners at number one? Because no health, but what about health? Health. Yeah. You, well, you think about it. 
I because it just kind of hit me. Like Christian McCaffrey stayed healthy last season. How the first time. I mean that is that part of the equation? I think yeah. I think it, I think it has to be. But Christian McCaffrey I think, I was healthy and played were... every game last year, and split between the Panthers and the Niners, right? But why do they have to go trade for Christian McCaffrey? It was because Jeff Wilson couldn't stay healthy. He's gone. Now he is with Miami Dolphins. And Elijah Mitchell only played in five games last season. So, when healthy, I think Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell as a one-two punch is pretty freaking damn good. But those, those are two players that have had health concerns recently. And I think it's something that we need to maybe say, hey, let's hang tight a little bit. Maybe even I was a little over uh, aggressive with just feeling so confident about the Niners being number one. Because last year, Derrick Henry outproduced, you know, if you're talking about McCaffrey and and Elijah Mitchell, Derrick Henry is right there with them too. It's not really close. I mean, what Christian McCaffrey does as a – in multiple facets of the game is on another level from like sure, any but again, like understanding right that Christian McCaffrey missed a lot of games, the two seasons before it. And then he magically stayed healthy for all 17 last year. I mean, I think the, I, I think San Francisco's run scheme, uh, obviously part of that's their offensive line. Uh, and the fact that but that doesn't count know, the running back room. though. I, I understand. And line I mean, don't don't should not apply. They're winning up front. Uh, I, I mean, if health is a factor, though, I think that hurts the Titans even more because Derrick Henry was hurt in 2021 and they don't have anything after him. So I think all of these all of these rooms that are one running back rooms, essentially, but, uh, get hurt even I, more by a health concern. I do think there's a difference in injuries. Like Derrick Henry broke his foot. The bone healed after sure. a surgery. You move on, right? Like that's not the soft tissue that is always something you have to monitor and prepare for, you know, every month, every week as the player gets older, you know, Christian McCaff strain is bound to return once again, if, if it happens. Yeah. I, again, Nate, Nate, get the potatoes out of your ears. You're not listening. (laughs) What are we doing? Like, come on now. Like, I understand Christian McCaffrey was hurt in 2021. So was Derrick Henry. Yeah, but again, like, there's a broken foot, which is not like that. You break your foot, you break something, and it heals, and it's moved on from. The injuries, what type of injury it is, we can talk about here. But, like, Nate trying to act like I wasn't watching the National Football League in 2021. No, here's the reality, Sam. It's not that the fact that Christian McCaffrey was hurt in 2021 is that Christian McCaffrey played in 10 total games in 2020 and 2021. 10 total. 10. Derrick Henry played in 10, if you include the Bengals playoff game, in the year that he broke his damn foot. And had 1,000 yards (laughs) in those 10 games. Playoffs included. So, again, like I I think that is the – hey, maybe the Niners aren't as solidified as we thought they were when we started the conversation because Elijah Mitchell played in five games last year. The Niners are really hard. I mean, Elijah Mitchell is not like amazing. He's certainly been underwhelming, but when he is on the field, he does fit into the role that they need out of him. The reason the Niners are kind of hard is I think the, the sum is greater than its individual parts with them. 
because of the scheme, because of the offensive line, which aren't factors in the run back room, but are factors in the running game. I mean, they can plug and play pretty much anybody into that offense and be efficient on the ground. And they've, you know, done so with Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert and, you know, Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell and Trey Sermit. Like, it doesn't really matter who it is at running back for the San Francisco 49ers. They're going to run and run well. Um, so that makes it kind of hard to, you know, figure out if they should be a solid number one. I think they should be. I think Christian McCaffrey, when healthy, is just by far the best back in the league still. Uh, just uh, watching what he can do when he's fully healthy is on another level. It's just like, is health a factor? I don't know. I don't necessarily think it should be because we're trying to, you're projecting what somebody is. So I think you're projecting a full bill of health as well. Okay. All right. It is eSports here live on this Wednesday. It is time to throw shade. So get your shade ready to roll. Maybe Sam's going to be the, uh, the victim of some shade uh, today. Probably. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't uh, care. Shade. Dude, throw it. Go ahead. I don't care. All right. So throwing shade here on every Wednesday, but real quick, Farm Bureau Health Plans, they can help you with your health coverage via dental, vision, health, whatever it may be, whatever your situation is. Farm Bureau Health Plans makes it easy on you because all you got to do is go to fbhp.com slash ATOZ to start the process. You do a consultation. takes about 30 minutes. They give you a quote. You're probably going to save money compared to what you're paying right now for your health coverage. And you're going to get really good services and good benefits because that's what happened to Zach. He saved 20% and got better coverage than what he had beforehand. Uh, and Farm Bureau Health Plans is great to work with. 75 years serving middle Tennesseans and Tennesseans across the state in, in general as well. 200 plus locations, but go online to start your process at fbhp.com slash ATOZ. Enjoy all your sports like never before at BetMGM. They're the king of sports books and they're powering today's show. You can use the bonus code ATOZ Sports on the BetMGM app and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, the best way to do sports betting is when the risk is limited and when the risk is free. And that's what you can get with your first bet with BetMGM. So sign up, use that bonus code. It's ATOZ Sports on the BetMGM app. Place your first bet, and even if it loses, you can get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. That's why they're the king of sports books. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Tennessee only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. First online real money wager only. Rewards issued is now withdrawable. Bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. here on this Wednesday want to give a shout out Wilson County Hyundai that's where you should go wilsoncountyhyundai.com to make them a part of your new car buying process so go see our friends Payne Bone and his crew in Lebanon or at wilsoncountyhyundai.com throwing shade every Wednesday to wrap up the show uh Sam uh what uh, do you see so far from the chat when it comes to the shade oh here's one Ethan says shade on the people who don't think John Morant got a long enough suspension. So pe there's people that think he deserves more than 25 games. Cause I I've seen think, people. Yes. That, that is what that would be saying is that 25 games wasn't long enough. Uh, I feel like, I feel Which like I kind of agree with. Games, yeah. I think 25, you think it should have been longer. I mean, I, I thought it was going to be more. I thought he was getting half the season the way Adam silver was talking. 
Adam Silver was talking like uh, he was ready to bring down the hammer on the Memphis Grizzlies. I was kind of surprised that it was only 25. I, I mean, it's fine. The only reason I think people think 25 isn't long enough and why I think they might have an argument is because the regular season doesn't matter anyway. So unless you're missing a significant chunk of it where it actually impacts your like chances of making the playoffs. No, you're right. Uh, that's exactly why, but like you miss 40 games, the Grizzlies as a whole now have their like season impacted 25 games is nothing. You're going to well, make the here's, anyway, and it doesn't yeah. matter as long as you're in. <clears throat> well, here's what I think about that. I think 25 games, it's less than what another player got for a domestic violence suspension and domestic violence is more significant than what I think John Morant did yeah. both deserving of large suspensions, but John Morant should not have been more than what the domestic violence was. And also the 25 what, games what was that suspension that you're citing 30 games. I can't remember. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to misspeak because it's domestic violence. I don't want to say the wrong player's name, but uh, oh, okay. Yeah. That would not be okay <laughs> for me to just throw the wrong player name out there for domestic yeah. violence. But say, so, but I know it was 30 games. So 25 games, a little bit less than, than 30. Also, I mean, if that's the precedent, then it's probably fine. I just think pe the reason people are underwhelmed is what I said. I'm like, who cares at the end of the day, he'll sit for 25 games. The Grizzlies will be, you know, 11 and 14. They'll get job back. Everything will be all well. They'll make the playoffs. And you know, that's all that really counts anyways. Here's, here's, the real thing is that the 25 game suspension for jaw was enough to rule him out of being eligible for a supermax contract. That's so that was the whole point. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So the supermax contract is off the table for John Morant because of the suspension. That that's, helps the, that's, that helps the Grizzlies though. I, I mean, it's, yeah. you don't have to pay him. Yeah. Come on. Uh, like. Yeah. Uh, Sam is getting a heavy dose of the shade in the chat. That's probably my fault for, for putting that up there on a T uh, there and then uh hey. jill says shade her uh four-year-old air conditioner is broken that should Ooh. not happen uh then justin says shade on texas heat 105 degrees yesterday in houston Oof. uh yeah that's that's pretty brutal there chris says shade on his boss who asked for a meeting to discuss something and then didn't let him talk for 45 oh. minutes <clears throat> Oh, wait. Oh, wouldn't let you talk. Oh. Would not let him talk for 45 minutes. So it was a lecture for 45 minutes. I think I think we've been over this before, <laughs> Austin. There's not much that I hate more in the world than the people that say, hey, I need to talk to you four hours from now. And then it's just like four hours of you sitting there twiddling your thumbs being like, oh, what could I be about to be talked about? Like, that's the, that's the worst. But by the so way, Sam, I, uh, I was going to text you this after the show. Three o'clock. Meeting, just meeting set at that three. Aside. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll just give you six hours to chew on that. Okay. <laughs> uh, Scary says uh, throw shade to the Vols baseball team for hitting five guys last night. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the hell was that? Like, and that wow. kind of goes into my shade. I'm going to save my other shade that I talked about right off the top of the show. Uh, for next week so I can put some things together because I'm I want to bring it for this shade next week. But yeah, the Vol baseball team, complete choke job at, against LSU last night. Like losing 5 nothing and losing in that game is not like anything to throw shade at. But how they lost and how they crumbled and allowed one mistake to turn into two, to turn into three, that became four, and that became a 5 nothing loss. Like the first time Tennessee's been shut out in the game in baseball in 133 games. 
and it all started. It all started, Sam. I don't know if you watched this, but you're a baseball guy. It all started when the third base coach held Cal Stark from going to home uh, in a one nothing game in the seventh, I believe it was, and then they stranded bases loaded uh, the very next at bat. And then what happened right after that? The first batter come uh, two outs. Hmm. Where was the ball? It would it would have taken like a Vlad Guerrero cannon to get him out. Like it, it was, was it a right. Was it in right field? It was center? in. It was in deep left. Deep left center. Hmm. Left center. That's a tough call. Like that. It, I mean, that's, it would. That's bad it would decision. have. It would have taken a hose on the money to get this guy out, and they held him. Then they got out. Then they got out the next at bat. Pop up. Stranded bases loaded. Yeah, I do have my philosophy with that overall in baseball is to send your guy, um, make him make a throw, right? I yes. Like, it can be on either side of the baseline and you open up a lane for the runner to, you know, kind of do one of those swim slides and get his hand in. You have to, like, because of what you said, especially two outs in a situation like that, the odds of that guy making a perfect throw – I think are significantly better or, or making a, a errand throw or significantly better than your next guy coming through with a clutch hit, especially who, who are you facing? Who's the next hitter? You haven't been but able to get anything going again. You were, it was zero it, on the one, nothing. Board. I do think you have to send him. I, I think it's too good. Like that's too, that run is too important in that spot. So yeah, yep. I, I'll, I'll yep. have to go watch it back and, report it was it was rough and then and then here's what happened Uh, so the next guy pops up in the inning bases loaded you stranded him again i think they had like nine stranded runners at that point and then the next batter that tennessee faced it for lsu hit that guy then hit the next guy then you pull that guy and then all of a sudden lsu is now up two nothing and then it turns into three nothing real quick and now you're done now you're done. Yeah, you're put, so you're put you're putting those relievers in a bad spot too. Like you're inheriting runners on base. It's all kind of uh, and it's mental yes. at that point. Mr. And Jones, then there was an error. Then there was an error that that happened, and that allowed that run to score. Uh, and it just all fell apart. And it all began with a third base coach not sending Cal start, especially when this team was always aggressive the entire season. I think that's fair, right? Like you said, losing to LSU, there's no shade in that. That's one of the best, most talented college baseball teams in a while, like just from a, you know, prospect standpoint uh, of kind of the the names they have on that squad. But uh, how you lose does matter. And, uh, you know, you want to feel like you played your best game. And when you were in that game and had a chance to win it, it doesn't feel good knowing that you – how differently things could have gone if you would have pressed a different button. And then Mr. Jones, you can come at me for my football takes all you want. Leave baseball out of this, buddy. Leave baseball out of this. I won't, I won't take Sam baseball knowledge slander. Um, Sam played baseball like in college. So baseball's my baseball. He knows a little bit about baseball compared to the rest of us. Um, My shade is actually also baseball. Somebody mentioned it earlier and I'm trying to scroll up and find it because I think this was significant. I I can't find the comment. So I don't know. Somebody, I'm sure somebody will re comment it as we talk about it, but my shade goes to the major league baseball replay room in New York city. 
It did help my Chicago White Sox steal a game yesterday from the Texas Rangers. I don't I don't know if you saw this. Anybody else, sports fans need to go watch this play that happened in the White Sox game. It's one of the worst calls I've uh, I've ever seen. So, like genuinely one of the worst calls. There's a they sent a runner home trying to take the lead in the bottom of the eighth. He was thrown out. It was a beautiful throw. It was a perfect tag right on the money. The catcher kind of came to the inside, into the foul side of the baseline. One hop, put it down, got the tag on. There was an entire side of really the direct baseline and the inside part of the baseline to slide into the plate. The White Sox challenge it. They go to the replay. It's clear as day. He was tagged out right on the hand. And they come back and they say the call on the field is overturned. The runner is safe on a plate blocking violation. And uh, Texas manager immediately gets thrown out. Bruce Bochy just got tossed. The catcher's <laughs> livid. And I I mean, setting a really dangerous precedent for Major League Baseball. They got it wrong. They got it very, very wrong. It was a very bad call. I'll take it. My White Sox need all the wins they can get on bad calls. But uh, yeah, horrific stuff and bad for the game of baseball to still have instant replay that feels like there's no rhyme or reason to any of it, uh, that there's a lot of just judgment calls with no explanations this far into the replay process. This is like year eight of replay now, and we still can't get something right after review. Yeah, baseball is trying to get better, but uh, they still have some things they got to work out. And uh, Sheila John Huff says, parlay buster, compliment of the MLB. That's a bummer. I saw right a couple there. of those. I saw yeah. a couple of those. And that was tough because the White Sox weren't winning that game if they don't get that run. That's a yeah. guarantee. Brutal, brutal. All right, guys, great show here talking Derrick Henry and the Titans running back. Uh, getting slandered for the flavor of the month. So uh, we'll be back tomorrow morning on a Thursday. Already feeling like a Thursday. That's great here on this week. So we'll catch you then, but make sure uh, that you subscribe to the channel on YouTube, like us on Facebook and give the show itself that thumbs up button, hit the like that helps us out quite a bit. Buck rising is live tonight for A to Z sports primetime. We'll see you guys tomorrow morning on a Thursday. Appreciate it as always.